Hello, hello. How's everybody doing on this fine day? I'm going to tell you right now, I am giddy because we got our last inspection, our final inspection. It is done. No more County of San Diego inspectors on the property. We are all done. Now, let me tell you how we got here, which was two years ago. I'm going through a half a million dollar backyard remodel right now. And I hate to say it, I think it's up to like 650000 So did we have a budget? Yes. Did we blow it out of the water? Of course we did, like every construction project. But how it started was I wanted to go back to the desert. I have a little tiny, tiny racing career for all of like a year, year and a half. I raced dirt bikes and motocross. I love the desert. I love going out there. And I just want to get back into it. Now, I haven't had a trailer. I haven't had a motorcycle in a long time. And so I just didn't have any of the fun creature features to go out to the desert. And I said, okay. Um, I was dating my girlfriend at the time. She's my fiance now. And I said, I want to go out to the desert. She goes, okay, well, what do you want to get? I said, I want to get a big trailer. I want to get a razor for you. I want to get motorcycles for the kids. And I want to go back out. She goes, okay, well, what do you need to tow it? I said, well, I need an F-250, something that can tow, you know, 15,000, 20,000 pounds. She's like, okay, cool. She goes, I like big trucks. I would like to drive that truck if it's okay with you. I said, hey, you want to drive around that beast, knock yourself out. I don't. It's too big of a vehicle for day to day. She's like, nope, I want it. Let's move forward. Let's go. So we find the truck. We find the trailer. It's a, it's a pull-behind trailer. It's not a fifth wheel, and it's 38 feet long. So it is a beast of a trailer. And our house is cut into the hillside on this little yuppie part of town here, this little mountain that we have. And I want to say, what if we move all this dirt off the property, put a big retaining wall up, and then we can back the trailer back into the side of the garage? She goes, great. It was done. By the time that conversation had even remotely finished, five minutes later, she was on the phone with her uncle, which was a big tractor guy that just does heavy dirt removal and removal for a living. It's literally what he does. He works for the big developers here in San Diego. Had him on the phone within five minutes and his team was coming next Saturday to start moving the dirt. That's how fast it went. And I went, whoa, 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 whoa. We have no idea what this is going to cost. I have no idea what the budget is. So we put down on a piece of scratch paper what it's gonna, we think it's going to be. I think we had 180 grand. They pull up with two of the, some of the biggest machineries you've ever seen. The skip loader is a five-yard bucket and the, and the skip loader is bigger than my house. The... Um, I don't even know what the other machinery is called, the excavator. It was one of the biggest excavators that Otay Mesa rents here in San Diego. And within, I'd say seven, seven to eight hours, they had moved probably close to 700 yards of dirt. I mean, that's, that's 70 dump trucks right there. And it was, it was just mound of dirt, this pile of dirt, was bigger than the house. Couldn't believe it. And then when they were moving the dirt, they said, by the way, Dirt doubles in size, literally a 2x factor. So if you have this little cube of compressed dirt, by the time we get it and fluff it up, it will be a four-yard square of dirt. They were not lying. It was unbelievable how much dirt there was. Dump truck after dump truck after dump truck. We start hauling property, or dirt off the property. Now, here's the fork in the road. We're in the middle of COVID. The counties are shut down. Permits take a year and a half. I'm doing everything to code. Do I get permits? No, private property. It's my property. I can do what I want. So we just moved forward. We just started moving dirt, moving forward with it, took all the dirt off the property. We had some uh, designer come in and give us some ideas. And one of them was build retaining walls on the other side of the hillside sloping in our property. So we built retaining walls. We took 37 
dump trucks, so 370 uh, square feet of dirt back there, filled up all the retaining walls. We had 27 fruit trees put in over on that side. And the fruit trees are awesome. We got everything. We got bananas, we got cherries, nectarines, grapefruits, different styles of uh, grapefruits, lemons, limes, like all of it's great. A couple of avocados. So the kids are, you know, of course, going gaga over there, all these fruit they can eat whenever. Um, so the fruit trees came out well. And then we started to build the retaining walls. Well, unfortunately, since I live on a mountain, blue granite is our best friend and it's all over the dirt. And so you really can't shovel in our dirt. Where my house is at, a shovel doesn't exist. If you go to dig any hole, even just plant some plants, bring the jackhammer with you. I have a little 60 pound jackhammer. It's the only way to dig in our ground. I mean, it's just that, that dense. So we start jackhammering for the retaining wall footings. In some yo-yo, 13 houses away, comes up to the property, doesn't like the noise, and calls the county on us for permits. This was in December of 2021. We go down to the county, find out what we need, and they say, well, you need a grading permit. And I said, no, the dirt stays on my property, and I move it over to the retaining walls, and I don't need a permit. I argue with them. They said, yeah, but you dug down more than eight feet vertical. Some obscure sentence down at the bottom of the permits is what they were found the technicality and made us get permits. So he said, fine, we halted all production in December of 2020. We went down to file and they said, you need a soils engineer. Okay, fine. We go get a soils engineer. Three months later, we get a soils engineer. Hard as a rock, the densest dirt that you can have. I could have told them that. I've explained it to them. They knew Mount Helix had to have the dense dirt, but no, they wanted a soils engineer and four and a half thousand dollars later, they confirmed what they already knew. Thanks a lot, County. We turn it back in. Two months go by. They come back and they say, we need a full plot plan of your property and an elevation plan. And you need to get um, a site survey out there, do a professional site survey. Fine. We go find a site survey guy. Four and a half thousand dollars. Again, almost the same price was kind of a crack up. Three months. They finally get out there, do the whole site survey. They said, okay, now you need an engineer on record to explain what we're doing and all the dirt for the minor grading permit. So I found something out on a minor grading permit in Southern California. Anything under 800 square feet is minor. Anything over 800 square feet is considered a major grading permit. And you need to go down and actually have a county official sit there and watch the grading happen. Did we do a major one? Maybe. What did we tell them? A minor one. Of course we did. We just want to get our permit and go back to what we're doing. So we submit all this stuff in. They nitpicked it left and right and left and right. And all of a sudden, we have a great individual at the county. We walk in, we sit down at the counter. There's just stickers and stamps all over the scene with corrections. We've been at this for a year now. It's mid-2022. And this gentleman takes pity on us and goes, what are you trying to do? So we explain it to him. Very honest and open. We want to move the dirt, set up a retaining wall, um, put in a small kitchen backyard, and redo the pool and do this bunch of flat work, which is basically concrete work around the property. So we can pull in and drive in and have all our toys. He goes, okay. He goes, well, don't you want to build a garage? He starts pointing the plan and said, yep, we want to build this four-car garage detached off the house. And, this is, and so we draw it all up and he goes, okay. He personally, and bless this man's heart, personally went to every counter and asked for them to stamp out because he's blessed it and they're good. And basically pulled strings. They still asked for more information, more information. Then the dirt we had moved up, we had to do a compaction report. So I had to go buy a little stomper and stomp the dirt for an hour to see it was compacted. So when they tested, they could say, yes, I compacted it correctly. To which I fought with the county and said, 
No one's going to build on it. No one's going to have a house on it. It's literally for trees. And I don't want to compact it because the roots aren't going to be able to grow in the trees. Nope, not at all. They still want to compassion for it. So we picked a little square where no tree is going to grow and did that right there and said, you test here. Lady goes, sorry, I have to test wherever I feel like. And I said, but I compact it here. After a quick conversation, she tested in four other areas and tested in our compacted area. Lo and behold, the dirt that we're in is blue granite slash clay. Everything compacted the same. So I spent an hour compacting, have the dirt go down this much, and it's still measured out the same by the little tools. So fun, fun in the sun for us, having to spend all this time, energy, money, just for them to get the same exact reports that they have. And finally submit it. And then in February of 2023, a year and six months later, or yeah, four or five months later, maybe it was March, April, we finally get our permits. We get all the contractors back together. We said, all right, guys, let's start moving forward. Let's start rocking and rolling. We get them all lined up. Now, for those of our not in my close inner circle, you don't know that Halloween's a big party for us. We always throw a huge get together. Uh, me and my fiance have about seven or eight animatronics. They're always moving scary. We have a little haunted house through the new four-car garage. Um, that's before we had it. We had the you know kind of haunted house on the side of the house. Uh, we're excited for this new one. It's the first one we get to launch this one. Um, all these different things. We had 120, 100, 100, between 100 and 120 people there last year. We're looking to have around 140 this year. Halloween is a big get together for us. We just enjoyed all the kids. We have prizes, a bunch of games for them. You know, some of the old games, bobbing for apples for girls gets their, you know, their face wet and stuff. It's, it's a lot of fun watching it. It's definitely for the kids. Uh, the adults just sit and hang out, but a lot of fun. So we wanted to get this whole backyard set up for Halloween. I mean, that's the goal, which is for us, it's a week and two days away. It is nine days away from when you're going to listen to this. So we're at the end. The last three days, we poured all the concrete around the pool. We poured another 6,000, no, 4,000 square feet down the back of the house. And we have another four and a half to 5,000 square feet around the garage and the whole front entry area. That's what we have to do last. And then the hydrazo goes in for the pool on Friday. And all the uh, pool engine pumps are getting put in today and tomorrow for the fill on Friday. Two years. Two years this has been going on. Now, should I have gotten permits ahead of time? through the COVID and all that to go through this? No, I'm going to tell you right now, no, I shouldn't have because the amount of time is the same. They would have, they would maybe go a year, year and a half to get all the information, give it to them so they could still do the same way. When it was all said and done, even though I'd built half the retaining walls and half the word before they caught me, everything was to code. I proved everything, showed them everything, took pictures all the way through the process. The inspector came out, he looked at all the pictures, said, oh, you did it to code, great, signed right off. No problems, requirement. They just wanted to make sure it was done right. But should I have gotten permits for the 14-foot retaining wall? Okay, fine. Is it a retaining wall? No, it's a soldier pile wall. For those of you guys who don't know what a soldier pile was, we have gigantic I-beams that went into the ground on a 1-2 level, which means uh, for if it's a 14 feet, 7 feet are in the ground. If it's 20 feet tall, you know, 10 feet's in the ground. So we have two beams, actually no, five beams in the back that are 28 feet tall because they're 14 feet tall and then 14 in the ground. So that's how big those I-beams are. And then we have the wood in between there. That was a massive undertaking. I will say that one. Should I have gotten permits for that one? Yeah, unless you know somebody like I do. You know, it's kind of in this game, you have a bunch of connections and you can kind of uh, play those cards just every once in a while. When uh, I will tell you though, when we had two contractors come out to build the garage, they saw the soldier pile wall 
And uh, they couldn't believe we had done that on a residential property. And they actually didn't want the work. They're like, you know too much about commercial buildings and stuff. This, this is just a small garage. We don't want anything to do with it. That soldier pile wall actually scared people off our property. They didn't want to work with us because it was too big. And they thought that, uh, you know, we knew we were doing, they couldn't scam us or whatever their thought process was. I won't put words in their mouth, but it was really weird. They come on the private see the soldier pile wall and they're like, you've been done? I'm like, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I'm really busy. I don't think I can take this work. It was, it was one of the funniest things. Talk about being psyched out by a big retaining wall. So this day um, has been a long in the making, long time coming, two years, um, unbelievable amount of work and stress and everything that went with it. And I will tell you that one begat the other. Here's the changes that we made. Since we had to live in dirt for a year and a half, we stared at the pool for a year and a half. We decided that we wanted a spa and not just any spa, but we decided to build an eight foot by 15 foot long waterfall that dumps into a trough that then waterfalls into a little oasis that runs around a free floating spa. And then that, that little waterway dumps into the pool. Uh, did we have a designer build that? Oh, yes, we did. Did we think that up ourselves? No, no, not at all. I'm a pretty good designer, but not at that level. Uh, so we had a professional design that up. It's gorgeous. We absolutely love it. Uh, that gets water in you know, two days, maybe three days. So we're excited to see that come to fruition. Why we were also staring at the house for a year and a half, we ended up putting in the four-car garage white stucco and black windows. Now, when you have a 1964 house that's tan with old, old aluminum windows, you want to update it to match the cool new garage that you just built. So on a spur of the moment last month, we actually pulled the trigger on all new stucco and pulled all the sign off of our house and went to go put in all brand new uh, vinyl black windows and redo the stucco. Thank goodness we did that to make everything match and be cohesive because we pull all the siding off. Apparently in 1964, they must have been allergic to insulation because we have none, not one, not one piece of insulation. So we got R19 throughout the whole entire house, got that all set up, put all the real siding on on the stucco. I will tell you the last two days has been 90, 92 degrees. Our house is still a consistent 75 degrees inside and the air conditioning is not even on. So unbelievable what insulation can do for you. I mean, I was paying $600 a month just in the SDG need bill to keep the AC at somewhat of a decent level of 78, 79 degrees, 75 without the AC on. So it's unbelievable what insulation does. So we got the house stuccoed, we got the waterfall feature figured out. We ended up building, or, or it's still building, I should say, it's not complete yet, full kitchen outdoor patio set. Um, so we have a full outdoor eating area and sitting area. And then uh, something on my bucket list. I don't know about you guys, but whenever you guys go to a party and you go to eat dinner, you have like what, seating for eight? But there's like 30 people at the house. Some people are sitting in a little group over here. Some people are leaning against the wall over here. Some people are in the kitchen eating. It's just a jumbled mess. Like, I, I hate it. It bugs me. So I've always had a dream to have a 30 to 40 foot long Viking table that seats 60 to 80 people. I've always wanted that. I always thought that'd be really cool. I've had it in my back burner for like 20 years. I have found a 10 foot table with very, very slim line legs that connects and you can connect as many as you want to. We ordered four. So we have a 40 foot long Viking table coming in next week. Um, I don't know how many it seats. I'm going to say 60 people, but I really don't know. But uh, we're stoked. I'm super pumped on this. So when you come over and you're going to have dinner, birthday parties, anything of a big nature, you're still going to see it as a group and be together as a party. So 
Very excited about that one. Very much building this Shangri-La house. And I will say this one as my disclaimer. I don't go on vacation. I don't like vacations. They're not fun for me. I don't like to travel. I don't have a suitcase. And if I do, it, it's just it's a little one. Like I, I just traveling's not for me. When I go home and shut that gate, the whole world disappears and I'm in my own little resort oasis. And that's what I choose to spend my money on. For the people that choose to spend their money on memories and have vacations, huh, I love you guys too. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. It's just not my cup of tea. So that's my Shangri-La house. That's what I've been working on for the last two years. I'm giddy, so I want to share with you guys and say how excited I am. The county's gone. We're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, and in three days, the house is finally done. Um, I've had a shovel in my hands for the last year and a half, digging trenches and electrical and everything else and doing you know, manual labor on top of trying to run the company. So for me to come home and not have something to do, it's going to be new. It's going to be a new experience, and I cannot wait for it. So that's our world. That's what we've been living in. So I want to share with you guys. Appreciate you guys listening. Thank <laughs> you.